Regulators. You regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the street. Gotta be handy with the steel, if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Regulators! Mauna! It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Top Shelf Fantasy. We're back in person. Whoop, whoop. It's going to be really yeah. interesting to see on that intro if you can hear two cracks or if we synced them up right. Double yeah, guns, baby. I was, I was a little off. I was, was like, there was an echo. I yeah. slipped. <laughs> like a gunshot, like a, you know, dart throw of the year. Bang, bang. Um, top shelf fantasy. Tom, Tom Craig, Scotty Dows, all in the office. In person, in the office. In the Tom, office. Tom, back in business. Yeah, Tom's pain room. <laughs> it is a... Uh, it got hot quick. I know. <laughs> the second we turned the AC off, I'm like, woohoo, boy. <laughs> it is warm back here. And just for the shelfies, we're gonna we're gonna go through this. Yeah, we're the, gonna make this it through. Heat, we turn the AC off, so we do it for the, the shelfies get a nice clean podcast they get to Our shirts through. might be off by the end of yeah. the end of the podcast. <laughs> if the shirts <laughs> come off, we'll make sure it makes it to Twitter for you. I, I, <laughs> so it was ninety six degrees today. I've this is my fourth shirt. Attaboy. <laughs> <laughs> I was working outside with no shirt on today. And this is, you know, the, the good side of working, living in the woods. Yeah. Nobody can see me. But yeah. <laughs> I'm like sitting there raking and I was like, holy fuck, I'm out of shape. <laughs> I'm like watching myself. You're like, just oh. raking. <laughs> I could tone that up a little bit. I was standing and sweating. I wasn't moving and it was coming oh. down. Oh, yeah. I was sure. sitting inside in the AC in my house and I was still sweating. Like, it's just my life. Do you have uh, central AC? No, I, know I, I get the window. I get the window units. So yeah, I got, I got them all in. Thank God, I got them in a while ago. But I'll tell you, like unless they're running full bore, house is still hot. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. where you set the lawn chair up right next to it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> do you have? Beer. I do, do you have? I do have central. Yeah, yeah, central baby. It's it's huge. It's absolute game changer. That's why I, I pretty much stay at Kara's house just to get the uh, so the central going. <laughs> just just for that reason. <laughs> like, do you want to hang out? And I'm like, no, I'm just soaking up the AC. I love her too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bonus. Um, I don't even know what podcast this is. Does one, anybody know? Is, is it 140? 140. 140. Big news coming at yeah. you in 4D. <laughs> yeah. So what are we doing in this podcast? We're doing top 12 quarterbacks, top 24 wide receiver, early, early ranks. Or, yeah, these like, are going to change. Like we are, are you changing oh, yeah. like three times in the last hour? This, well, is, where this is like I look at the name and I give it. I I don't care where he's from, and I go, yeah, I like that guy. I'm yeah. gonna put him here. This guy, how about number one for you? Like, oh shoot, I forgot to rank Kenny Gall. He's not on a team. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you start getting down super deep, and you're like, wow, like I didn't know there were sixty really good wide receivers that I want to put in my yeah. top ten. Once again, <laughs> it's a very deep position. So if you can wait on the receivers, yeah. you'll still get. Like a Sutton Galladay in the freaking 20s. I, I heard this year, too. Some guy goes, this is the year to do no running back strategy. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> no, this is the year yeah. to, this to, is to quite not, the opposite. not do that. Yeah, I see a, a lot of people are saying the correct redraft format. Correct was in quotes here. But redraft format is running back, running back, running back, running back this year. <laughs> and then <laughs> you talk about your wide receivers. And if like, Kyle wow. Pitts is there. <laughs> yeah, honestly. like Take four running backs, assess the receivers and tight ends available. Go from there. Probably take another running back. Yeah, well, I mean, and speaking of Kyle Pitts, right? So I'm, I'm like glad we did this now because if we poured all of our time and energy into it a week ago, this it would have shaken everything up. So Julio, jo- yeah, <laughs> Julio Jones, 
uh, moves to Tennessee, which is, I mean, it's massive, right? I mean, now Kyle Pitts is in play as a as a top five tight end. Calvin Ridley's in play as a. I mean, we'll get into it, but I mean, bumps for every receiver in Atlanta. Yeah, Russell running Gage. running game for that matter. Who knows what happens in, right. in that regard? Could help, could hurt, whatever. Then the flip side in Tennessee, you have the reverse side implications. Like AJ Brown now shares targets with an absolute workhorse who really in his career has not missed much time. He's had the questionable tag on his ankle probably for every single game of his life, but is on the field most of the time. Derrick Henry, he probably isn't seeding that many touches to them deciding to chuck the ball to Julio, but it has massive implications on both sides. Well, they lost both John and Corey Davis, so it's yeah. not like there really is so much room that he's going to have to hold. But what about Josh Reynolds? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Josh. Josh Reynolds takes a hit. <laughs> Your time has come and gone. Yep. Anthony Ferksker's. Yeah, Ferksker. Oh, no. Um, well, Scotty, you were looking at some guy ranked him as like a top five. Tight yeah. End so first, so the first thing I shout out to so, that guy. Yeah. So what we did, we kind of just, you know, found our rankings and then put it in. And then we ranked ourselves pretty much like ADP, which I thought it was. And it was some guys own ranks. And first it was like tight end six. I'm like, I like him too, but Jesus Christ, but <laughs> yeah, like, let's, let's pump the brakes a bit on Ferksker's. And he had like Hunter Henry, like 24. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I've been seeing a lot of hate for the Hunter Henry's and John Smith combination in New England, so uh, maybe it's more. I mean, I, um, New England it. not not getting Julio, which is a huge team, well, um, which is huge for the both tight ends there and Aguilar. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, and what <laughs> Tennessee gave up to get Julio is a joke. So what was the final? It was so from what I heard was a second and a fourth went to um, the Titans. And went to Atlanta, or yeah, went to Atlanta, right. and then the Titans got Julio in a sixth. Oh, so so like I, I like, it was the same thing with DeAndre last year. Like Arizona gave away, I, I don't think it was uh, d- 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 David Johnson a second and something else, and Arizona's like, yeah, just toss us back like a six. <laughs> like, like, like why? It's like, are you carbs? It just t- just <laughs> are you back. carbs? <laughs> well, so I heard too something about with playing time that there could be like a flip of a pick, and I wonder if that is literally like a carbs deal where it's okay. So he's gonna play fifty percent of the time. We're gonna flip the sixth for us. So <laughs> I get the early sixth because that matters. And it, and it was <laughs> I, I think they were two thousand twenty three picks too. Like it wasn't oh, wow. like it was like next year. So I don't know what Atlanta was thinking was, getting rid of a second. Well, and that's the crazy thing or, too, or trading them for if, that. If you're talking about a second round pick. From the Titans, and the Patriots are allegedly in on it for a second rounder, and I think Sony was the toss in. Like, you should be looking at that as the um, as the Falcons and saying, "Well, don't you think that the Patriots probably finish lower than the Titans?" Right. I mean, that that second round pick should have more value, but maybe uh, they just didn't want the Sony contract. There was, there was yeah, the didn't want to heat it. Like, we, I think the way that it was a first round pick. So yeah. I mean, the way that the deal ended up actually going through is because Julio probably declined going to the Patriots. I think that they gave him the choice of where he wanted to go. I really do believe that because the second round pick to them isn't worth as much as they really th- they care about. But I want to point out the fact that the Atlanta Falcons literally fucked this up just as much as the Atlanta Fal- Falcons fucked up 28-3 because they just went into the draft with the fourth round, the fourth pick overall, didn't draft a quarterback, said we're going to win now and then traded away their best offensive asset. Yeah, but they we drafted just, yep. Kyle Pitts. I mean, so I, I, get I would it. think that's right, kind of there. Have Pitts but, okay, and Julio's so still there. You're arguably close to a playoff contender like you were a couple years ago. Make yeah. a choice. Are you rebuilding yeah. or are you just going to stick at 8-8? Eight and eight? Right. They just love mediocrity. And what Matt Ryan and makes, that division much 25 too, like, this year? <laughs> it's a good division. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah well, yeah, you're, not, they, you're not set up to beat the, the Saints or the uh, Buccaneers. Bay. 
I mean, really the Saints, they could. I mean, who knows what the Saints are going to look like without Drew Brees? Yes, that's true. You stand a better shot with I Julio say, and Ridley. Yeah. Right. That's for sure. Right. Yeah, you didn't do yourself any favors. And yeah. Matt Ryan is going to make $26.9 million this year. That's, yeah, that's 6.9. That's some dough. But again, that to, to your in. Justin Fields point, though, if they had taken Fields at four, they have an out in Matt Ryan's contract next season. They could have been done. No money. Right, you just just that make that rebuild. Then the second round pick for Julio kind of makes a little bit more sense. Now, granted, it's or still not worth what take it is. A quarterback in the second or third, like a Davis, or take any quarterback at all, something like that. Just, just do something. Yeah, yeah. like take Trask instead of make a Gordon decision. Bell. Luckily, we really don't give a shit about how they finish and how they are as an organization. We only give a shit about fantasy points. So. Oh, I love to make the Falcons look uh, bad, but like <laughs> and again, this year for Pitts, probably great outlook. But next year, oh, if they decide to cut ties with Matt Ryan next year, who knows? Then now you have another rookie quarterback coming is, in or whoever else they can grab it. It is fantastic for fantasy football. Yes. Um, all right. Let's jump into our, our quarterback rankings. I'm drinking a little sip. Oh, we want to. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Let's jump into the ring. I am drinking. It's, I know Scotty wants to get him in there, but this is a boring night for beer. It's I mean, you got to. I have shock a top? shock top. They put with more hops. Let's get some more hops to it. <laughs> and, it was and, uh, $1 a beer at the grocery store on sale today. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking water. And how expired is that beer? <laughs> I didn't look. <laughs> as long as it tastes okay. But yes, you're drinking uh, a little sip, Scotty. Paid paid promo. Paid promo. Yeah. Uh, Dad was drinking nothing, but he, he had a martini right before he came here at, at, I did have at a, Bailey's. I did, have a a lovely, I did have a lovely uh, honey and gin martini at Bailey's before honey I came here. So gin. shout out Bailey's. The, the bee's knees, good. highly recommended. Yeah, it was, it was beautifully. Wait, how do they, sweet. what is it? Just all gin and then they just like put a dash of so honey it's, in it? So it's a gin. Honey water. Um, Sugar water. It's gin with lemon in it to, to give it a little bit of flavor. And then, yeah, actual real raw honey. Right in oh. there. Yeah. Pretty I solid. guess that kind of makes sense. I put my lips on it. You know, COVID's done, so COVID's we can Me share drinks. Share <laughs> <laughs> we spotted Corey and, and uh, Scotty making out. We had a little bit of a date, you know? <laughs> looking, the, looking the martini. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Bailey's. Shout so out Bailey's. We'll, we'll yep. Shout out Bailey's. Great amount um, of Yeah, I'm drinking Bud Light, so. I'm drinking Polar Springs water. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Did we – we do want to go 12 to 1. So, yeah. our yes. – uh, so, again – Quarterback rankings, these are what we would consider QB1s. Yeah, Dra- they should be drafted in every in every league for the most part. Matt Stafford starts us off at rank 12. I think we're all pretty much in that range. I think he gets better yeah, it was this very year close. Yeah. Um, with the team that he has. So, yeah, I mean, he's with the Rams. He's with Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Super, fantastic. Van Jefferson. Super They intrigued. brought somebody else in. Brandon Cooks. And, um, no, Brandon Cooks isn't there. Anymore. No, I mean, um, Deshaun Jackson. Yes, Sean Jackson. And then the rookie um, I mean, Lincoln right now. Tyler. Tutu Atwell. Tutu. Yeah, yeah. Tutu. Yeah. Yep. And then there was the guy that they had last year, too, that was Higby Everett. No, oh, everyone he's Seattle. Van Jefferson. Higby, um, oh, Bryson. Van Jefferson. Yep. Sorry, I didn't hear And then yeah, Bryson Hopkins Jefferson. is looking at a, uh, an increased role with yep. Gerald Everett leaving. It's just having a quarterback that's more competent. I mean, granted, I know Allen had um, not Allen um, Goff had actual arm strength, but Stafford will be able to <laughs> comprehend what's, what McVay wants him to do. It's just gonna when be you're in the red overall. zone, so, you want Stafford over Goff. Yes. Yeah, right. and and I don't want to like spend too much time on it, but I don't know. Did you guys actually hear that there was a rift between Goff and McVay? And that was one of the reasons why they overpaid just to get him out of there. Love it. <laughs> like, Love it. Not like, you know what? Yeah, it doesn't, surprise, this guy. Me. doesn't no. surprise me in the least. Not shocked. Yeah. Um, 
All right, rookie sensation quarterback last year, number one overall pick, guy who tore his ACL, unfortunately, comes in at number 11. I mean, I know Dows and I have been pretty bullish on Burrow. I mean, Dows more so than I. We both have him ranked, you know, at 10, and, and Craig's got him at 11, Scotty's got him at 12, but he's our consensus number 11. I mean, they yeah. bring in Jamar Chase. That's that's the biggest reason why. I mean, you, and you get a healthy mixing back, and then hopefully a better line. I wouldn't we'll even, see. I wouldn't <laughs> even be surprised. Yeah, Compared to last year. I wouldn't be surprised if he finishes a lot higher than this, too. I think it's just the, weary, oh, yeah. the weariness of the ACL. You see it time after time. It, quarterbacks do take a little bit of time, maybe six weeks, to get get up and going again. Yeah, and I, I think his ACL is going to prevent him from doing a lot of the mobile stuff that we saw him do last year. Hopefully he doesn't need to. I mean, hopefully the line blocks warm. But that keeps him out of the top five with all the, you know, the, the very, very proficient running quarterbacks. So maybe seven to nine is a more realistic expectation for him, but he's got the talent to do it. Right, I mean, and we're going to go through these guys ahead of him, and like you can kind of just you know mix these guys around. Be like, all right, I'll take who's ever at eight, put him at ten or eleven, and put you know yeah. Burr up there. But I mean, it, it just kind of shows how close these guys are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, in, in number ten is Ryan Tannehill for us, and I I really think I mean I, I'll just throw this out there: Matt Ryan and Carson once fell right outside of our QB one, but I mean these guys are probably all interchangeable. Right. But we yep. have Ryan Tannehill in a shiny new toy, Julio Jones, and then. Chilling That's the number 10. reason why I think I'll go toss up a little bit. I mean, he was finished right. as a quarterback one last year, and I mean, you add Julio there. Yeah, he was it's, oh, he's it's, better it's, than Corey Davis. It's massive. So. Right. It's so massive. He was QB eight last year. That's why I immediately came in to wow. put him at eight. I was like, good enough for me. He's got Julio. Maybe it's some recency bias, but let's go. I mean, he, he does lose Johnu Smith. His tight end game is going to be far, uh, far inferior than last year, but. Julio Jones, baby, well, throw the ball up. Go I get think, it. I think Tannehill's that perfect twelfth round safe quarterback that's right, yeah. still going to get you, uh, you know, startable player every single week. It's it's one of those Philip Rivers types where it's like, okay, he might not get you forty, but he's going to get you over twenty each week, yeah. and and it, he's just so safe. And like he's said, be 12, great. 12 plus round guy, like yep. people still sleep on. Him. People him. give him no respect. He he will be available. Don't Grab him. don't waste draft capital. Get a guy that's going to get the same amount of points. Yep. Yeah. And it, I just he he's 3,800 yards, 33 TDs. That's what he did last year. He should do that again this year. Yeah. So, like, so I was it's... ranking them. Like, do I take it down? Like, I, especially if he gets Julio. Like, I took it down a bit because they, they lost Davis and Jonathan Smith and Humphreys. Um, but I mean, with Julio there, I'm like, yeah, it's got to be a little more than that now. Yeah. And I mean, he scored 350 fantasy points last year. Uh, who? What was his name? Patrick Mahomes was second place. Who's that guy? And scored 390. 40, yeah, 40, 40 points. Point that's two game difference. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of those games might have been like a 40 point game, right? Yeah. So when you get 10, he'll at 20 yep. averagely. So, I mean, that's that's a consistent guy you want. And if you can avoid a, a second, first, second round draft capital and get him in the 12 plus. Yes, I will that's absolutely a take. Humongous straight up 40 points. I'll take a uh, Austin Eckler instead. No. Thanks. I'll, t- I'll take the 40th wide receiver taken off the board who should also be a wide receiver one. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 There's 25 wide receiver ones and then there's 80 wide receiver twos <laughs> yeah. this year. Uh, Brady comes in at number nine. Um, it's a respect pick. <laughs> well, so, I mean, we talk about like waiting on quarterbacks and stuff like that. How many people do you think are going to like reach to be like, oh, Tom Brady just won the Super Bowl. He's a goat. Yeah. I'm going to go draft him in the seventh round. And Especially it's like, well, around which player. is why I'm written that. Yeah. <laughs> like all of us in New England playing in our New England based leagues. Yeah. Like people still love Tom Brady. They're, yeah. they're drafting him higher than most of the rest of the country. I still send gifts to Tom Brady constantly, only in Patriots uniforms, though. Yeah. Um, screw the Bucks. Yeah, <laughs> that's my but mantra. but but he's very very good and he he's a good 
player and winner of championships of the football. Yes, very good championship <laughs> of the football. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think I think too, considering the fact that they were able to retain uh, Godwin, put him on the tag. Uh, retain and, everyone. And, 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 retain Antonio everybody. Brown's and back. with one million dollar cast base. What did you say? <laughs> Antonio Brown's coming back too. Antonio but and OJ Howard. And OJ Howard. So and Cameron Brait. Every yeah. single player. <laughs> Everyone's coming back, and then yeah, a, a healthy knock and wood OJ Howard. Just yep. which we saw in the first three weeks was the the go to tight end there. Yeah. And I mean, across the board, Scotty Miller, he's back. Tyler Johnson, he's back. Like, well, they got Jalen Darden too, which isn't you know yeah. a slum pick. Like he'd be a decent guy on any other team, but that's your fifth receiver. It's like, holy shit! And <laughs> and we haven't even mentioned it, Geo. Geo. Oh, I mean, oh. so like the and thighs, his massive guys. <laughs> the thighs. God, thighs for days. You know, Bruce Arians is just like laughing, like, oh. <laughs> and then, I'm gonna cap hell Tampa Bay, yeah. but we'll win one. And then Julian Allen will come in week nine when he's cleared and. Why don't oh, Arians did say one more ring and he was retiring? So. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna leave them in cap hell. I he don't is. think they'll care. I think yeah. No, honestly, not. if you win two, <laughs> two Super Bowls, yeah, and not win for twenty five more years, that's a win. The Bulls yeah. in Tampa Completely. will be like, "Thank you, we appreciate oh, yeah. everything you've done for us." Yeah. <laughs> and we'll, shut the stadium down. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're gonna say New England might burn down Gillette if we don't win a championship in another twenty five years. Yeah, we're, 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 so, like, so we're so spoiled. <laughs> Uh, Justin Herbert comes in at eight. Um, and I really don't think this is a surprise to anyone. I'm kind of surprised he's not a little bit higher, uh, in my personal opinion, but we saw what he did last year. And, uh, um, I, cause I'm blanking on this. When did he take over for week two? It was week two. Okay. So, I mean, it was, it was for the most part of yeah, full season. Uh, yeah. That he had. Tyra got shot in the heart at 1255. And then <laughs> <laughs> the funniest story is still Hunter Henry in the huddle, the first play and Hunter Henry goes, what the fuck are you doing here? Because no one on the team knew that that Tyrod got shot in the heart, and Herbert comes out and he had no idea either. And everyone's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. He's like, "Oh, I just stabbed the quarterback." Tyrod <laughs> is almost dying in the back. So, <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, the guy showed up like pretty much no first team reps that week. And, and the first game out. was against Kansas City. Brought him to OT. They lost. But yeah. if you if you can bring a team like the, the Super Bowl Chiefs to overtime yeah. with your first career game ever without any preparation that you're going to be the starter that's massive and he had a ton of those games this year too not just against the chiefs i mean against a ton of great opponents where they were down to the wire lost by a field goal typical charges the last like three years yeah lose yep. by one point yep but for fantasy it was a lot of fun to watch yeah and he looks good I and he didn't have all soccer almost all season so yep. you you get him back there it's an easy dump off guy mm-hmm. yeah and you still i mean you still have keenan allen uh mike williams you brought in uh, Jared Cook to play tight end. Like, yep. that's a solid replacement for Hunter Henry. He's probably not, you know, a pound for pound replacement, but he's very close. I good. No, good. Austin, you get Austin Eckler for a full year. I mean, yeah, they need I, they yeah. need a second running back is probably their biggest concern. Justin, Justin Jackson, Jackson and, and Josh uh, Kelly aren't really cutting it, but whatever. Roundtree, it is. it's Roundtree. It is what it is. Go. Uh, Aaron Rodgers coming in at, at number seven. I think you've Dallas got him. You've got him he's ranked the highest. highest. I've ranked the highest. Yeah. If he, this is all obviously assuming that he shows up and plays in Green Bay. I think he's going to. I don't see any reason he wouldn't. I know he hasn't reported to OTAs, but I'm not really concerned about that. It's Aaron Rodgers. He has again bringing back a great team, tons of offensive weapons. There's no reason he shouldn't be good. I'm sick of being on the wrong side of hating on this guy. Let's just you know, you can be quarterback <laughs> six. I got him at six. We have him at seven. Whatever. And this is why I couldn't put Herbert up higher in my rankings because I just had to put the MVP from last season right yeah, ahead of him. QB three last year. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and and again, it's 
it's not like I hate Herbert or I hate any of these guys that are after him. It's just so hard with the, they, they get so jammed up in this section, like five, mm-hmm. six, seven. It's such a tight. It's not even a tier break. It's it's five points. It's it's right. one completed oh, yeah, pass right. difference. They're all gonna be in the same tier when we actually do our actually tier yeah. rankings. Like they're it's gonna be three or four guys or like yeah, whoever did, you like the most. I just can't wait until the beginning of August or the first second week of August where we get ADPs and we see okay yeah there's a five point difference year end but there's like a four or five round difference oh, yeah. during drafts yeah. and oh, it's like okay where's the value at people aren't looking at points they're looking at oh he finished at quarterback four right. yeah but the quarterback five finished like I think last year Tom Brady and Tenno finished like a point like point five difference yep. depending what format but you you're gonna see Brady that finished one position higher yep. and take them three rounds higher. Yeah. There was 0.03 point separation between their per game average. Really? <laughs> wow. That's insane. It's just crazy. You go get Tannehill in the 12th. You, you got to look at, really. look at the points over the final rankings. Uh, Russell Wilson comes in at six. Uh, me. Meat's got Meat's got a Dowser all at seven. So Craig, you're at five. I'm at five. Why so, not? So you I, you could talk about Russell Wilson. I, all I can say is that it's the same exact offense coming back, and he did fantastic in the beginning part of the year. There's just times that he fell off, and I think there was a little bit of injury with Chris Carson. The whole running game kind of got, um, you know, set aside, so they had to do a little bit more. It's just it's Russell Wilson. Like I'm not gonna, you know, he's been in the top five many many times before. I don't have the number, but. You no, know, I probably probably half his career. Hop, probably half of it. Exactly. He's he's always that boring quarterback. Like, oh, it they don't throw a lot in Seattle, uh, he but was, he always finishes at five or six. I believe he was talked about as as the like MVP. mid-season MVP. Yeah. So yeah. weeks four week MVP. week six, he was. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he was quarterback one in fantasy, but he was either one or two. But it it was kind of like who's going to beat him out. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, giggity. Uh, but um. <laughs> But, I I, but, I mean he finishes QB six last year. I feel kind of dirty, honestly, having him rank seven because like now well, that I sit here I and I look at it, I was like Russell Wilson's three. always been have, like a top five. You just didn't have Dak, and that's he's, we're gonna talk about. We him. have two guys ahead of him yeah. that didn't like what. Well, well, yeah, we'll get we'll, we'll go into it. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's. Well, I mean, our consensus number five is Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah, and he was kind of shit throughout the season, and then ended strong, finished quarterback ten. Um, but I mean, j- just the mobile aspect of his game—it's hard to—it's hard to put him above or, or 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 behind Russell Wilson. Yeah, and like we we all say, like Lamar Jackson played like shit in a lot, a lot of aspects. He did. He missed balls. He missed touchdowns. But he still had only two games the entire season where he finished under twenty points. And if we use that twenty point threshold as our, you know, it's a fine start threshold. He was fine all season long, you know, minus two games. One was terribly at eight points. That's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. You can't have that out of a top-tier quarterback. I'll give you that. But like Craig said about um, Russell Wilson, he's bringing the whole offense back, plus adding beneficial weapons like Rashad Bateman in the draft. He got rid of a lot of guys they didn't need at the running back position. They lost an offensive lineman, but they replaced him in the draft, and I trust the Ravens to draft good offensive linemen. Yeah. Everything's trending up. And week one, Sammy. Week one, Sammy. Oh. I mean, honestly, Ooh. how many points are we put penciling him in for? 60, 70? Yeah, I mean, I'm drafting. No, no, no. On the year, but he'll yeah, on get the year. In, in week one. In 45 first, first week. In, in week one. Yeah, yeah sure. You yeah. draft him every year just to play him in week one. Um, I do want to point out, too, with Mark Ingram gone and J.K. Dobbins running the ball, Lamar Jack, that's when Lamar Jackson was doing well, was when J.K. Dobbins was getting the ball. End of the year, often, it was only so. J.K., Gus, and Lamar Jackson. <clears throat> yeah, yeah Lamar Jackson saved his, like, saved his season. He was like quarterback 20 or whatever. And then the last 
part of the year he ended up yeah. blowing up again. When we did our, our uh, mid-season, he was like quarterback like 19, 20. Then the last couple of weeks he was like 30 points, 30 points. And kind yeah, of he pushed was in his our, way back to, to QB 10. He was in our conversation for bust of the year. Like for a, yeah. a decent mm-hmm. portion of our uh, mid-season awards. Yeah, because mm-hmm. last year after his... Which he still... He must have listened to the podcast. He's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he still could have been. Like, quarterback player. 10, you're taking this guy in the first or second round in in, in drafts. Right. Well, yeah, well, when you weigh it against his draft capital, it's like... Mm, well, that still was kind the of thing, bust. is last year, between Mahomes and him, it was the... You know, there were a lot of people that had Jackson above Mahomes. I think I drafted before him. I think we consensusly had Jackson as one. Yeah, we might. Well, I mean, could have been I, a thousand I, yards on the ground, and I imagine it's hard. It's hard looking away. <laughs> You're an RB one as a quarterback. Yeah. Plus, uh, all right. Anyway, number four is Dak Prescott. Um, I I'm probably the most bullish on him at at two, but I think we can all sit here and say like, there's clear as day that if Dak Prescott plays all 17 games because we get an 18 game uh, season yeah. schedule, uh, Dak Prescott should be in the top four. Yeah, and that 18 week schedule is going to throw off so many historical. Like, you can't compare yeah, yeah, numbers, numbers anymore, compare. which stinks. But, um, yeah, like you said, I mean, he's well, got the that's weapons. A good point. There. Yeah. I yeah, mean, like, the, think the, of that. Like the 2,000 <laughs> yard rushing mark now is probably going to be hit more. Which is when I'm setting out, guys, I'm like, oh, I got to toss in one more game. Yep. Yeah. Damn. Then, now Derek Aaron's going to get 2,800 yards now. And then from Jesus a Christ. statistical perspective, that way, and then for a fantasy, you're like, okay, so 400 points is like a really good marker for quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, now it won't be. Now everybody should hit 400. Oh, <laughs> like your top 10 right. guys should yeah. hit 400 points. Like everyone should be passing for 4,000 yards easily yep. and 30 plus touchdowns, which is like. It used to be a, a pinnacle of the quarterback position. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you're going to see a lot more 5,000 yards passers too. Yeah. And I, mean, and I think that's going to be what Dak's thing is. That's his bread and butter. He's not going to get it done on the ground, especially after a year's leg coming out of his skin. Well, yeah, he, I think he's he put it back. It's I think he's cool. gonna, yeah he slammed it with, back with in. Collinsworth going. I think he rolled his ankle a bit. <laughs> um, so sure I see a there. bone. He's gonna, I'm just high, man. <laughs> you think the doctor like in surgery is like watching that replay? And like what a fucking idiot! It's I like, it's like you, it's like, you probably shit, like added two more months of of rehab because of that. Right. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> it could have been a playoff team in that it dog shit division. Yeah. It wasn't broken before he slammed it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, imagine. Or I mean, it, was like, it was actually a sprain. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, that's a pretty bad sprain. It could be, could be a calf cramp. We're not sure quite yet, Al. <laughs> uh, Kyler Murray comes in at at three. Um, I'm I'm not in love with Kyler Murray. Just I, I think that offense has a lot to prove. Um, but again, the I legs, the, the play calling too. The the legs put you in a position where you're top five pick, and Kyler Murray could do it. I mean, I owned him in one of our dynasty leagues, and it felt like I was only like Kyler Murray was only having good games when he was scoring three touchdowns or two touchdowns on the ground. Right. You know what I mean? And he was doing that consistently. Um, you worry if he's going to continue to do it consistently. When you have James Conner as kind of the the goal line, just bash it in there, running back. You didn't have that with Edmonds, Drake. You kind no, of yeah. have it with Conner, probably for like six weeks till he's hurt. But you have it in the beginning of the season. And if you can save Kyler Murray from taking those big hits, and we saw him take a shoulder injury that really, yeah. really labored him towards the, um, the later ha- or latter half of the season. So again, keep the ball away from him in the short yardage situations. You know, if he makes a big play, he makes a forty yard touchdown run, great. Like hopefully he doesn't get touched. But get him out of the freaking in between the tackles. Come on. Yeah, I so I I watched quite a few of the games. They run a majority of their plays out of the shotgun. I'm very curious to see how James Conner is going to adapt to running. That's out why of I the chase shotgun. a little more than oh, yeah. Conner yeah. if it's a ranking. But they're 
Thor. But I mean, but again, like say what you want about AJ Green, he's aging. He's still a a relevant wide receiver on the team. I think it's still a better option than what they had last year in Larry Fitz. And right, and Rondell Moore, and Rondell Moore, fantastic yeah, pick. Yeah. And and I don't, I see Fitz maybe resigning there. Not going to be a thing, but like he's still a guy that you know he throws his body out there to to block, which is great massive. Well, won't matter for fantasy. He'll he'll sign week eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah playing the playoffs. But also, like, uh, if, you run, if you run four <laughs> wide, if you run four wide receiver sets, and finally you can do this air raid offense that we've heard so much mm-hmm. about, instead yeah. of the, whatever the hell yeah. they're well, actually running and calling it air yeah. raid. But like, you, I would still do Hopkins, AJ Green outside with Rondell yes. Moore and Christian Kirk yes. on the inside, assuming Massive. he's still there. Yeah, because right. Isabel didn't work out. Right. Yeah. Hakeem Butler didn't work out. Isabel, I, mean, I think they're still there though. They're just Isabel is there. Yeah, but they're not playing. Butler's, Butler's not there. In. There was, another, I, there was another guy, there was like, like Johnson or something like that that they had there. Oh, Dan Keyshawn Arnold. Johnson. Oh, Keyshawn yeah. Johnson. He, that's right he, he, he had flashes a couple years ago, but... Um, not saying that that helps. It's just... No, I they have a lot of speed. I, they they did lose Dan Arnold, their tight end. Of course. Who, he, he was actually... Very who is, is a, a, a more consistent... So, like, in Sleeper, he's a tight end slash wide receiver. So, it shows he's, he's, a, he's a pass-catching... Tight end more than anything. Well, he was six. He was like six six two forty. Yeah, he was a big boy. Like he was a big boy. He's, yeah, um, yeah. and it wasn't like he was fat. Like he was muscular. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, so we got Kyler Murray at three. We have Josh Allen at two, um, which leaves Pat Mahomes as our as our ranking number one. Oh, you you we, gave it away. Yeah, what we'll leave. Baker? We'll let we'll let Dallas <laughs> take Josh Allen. Um, yeah, I think I think I mentioned this last year. Josh Allen was your number one. He scored like 410 or 412 fantasy points. Patrick Mahomes was number two at 390 something. So I think Kyler was two. Yes, you're correct. And then Patrick Mahomes was three at 390 something. So either way, I look at it as Patrick Mahomes is returning his entire team for the most part. They're they're fairly unchanged. I don't see where he gains much. I mean, obviously, he, if he plays more and they play more games, he'll score more points. But he was healthy. Josh Allen was healthy comparably. He had a really good season with um, Stephon Diggs. But they still don't have a running game. So everything's going to come down to Josh Allen. If Pat Mahomes turns the ball and hands it off to CEH, who decides to get a little bit more involved in the running game this year, he loses points in, in, in touchdowns and short yardage situations. Josh Allen should have the same exact role that he had last year. I see him having an easier path to getting that 415, 420, well, more with the, the added game. But you know what I'm saying. The same territory as last year, points per game-wise. Pat Mahomes... Probably very similar. He could easily push him. It's like you can't go wrong picking one of these guys. I think uh, Josh Allen just has the better shot at it. And I mean, I've been toting Josh Allen since he came in the league, so I'm gonna keep doing it. The reason too that I have him higher than a few others is is I think Emmanuel Sanders is an upgrade over John Brown, and I think that's gonna be a I very million percent upgrade. agree. Very smart for them to bring in a, a veteran wide receiver like his talent, and then Gabriel Davis was no. I mean, well, Gabriel Davis here too. Like what? What right. are you talking about here? Like right. their entire right. offensive, the three wide receivers now. I feel like are actually legit studs. And Dawson Knox was hurt a lot yeah. last season. Yeah, and Kobe's yeah. Oh, yeah, still yeah, there. right. Kobe's who, who was a. I think Waters for like 18 on the year. Yeah. Last and year. And he's been and doing that still, for his whole career. Just and, give me a ball. Oh. And everyone will still hate on him. He'll go undrafted and still be like every receiver 30. Every year. And I still won't <laughs> trade Mango a second for him. <laughs> no, you're, so, you're so selfish. <laughs> and then Patty. And then Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Mahomes. So, I and and I, I love Josh Allen too. I, I do think that the one thing with Pat Mahomes is that that offense provides something a little bit more um, two-dimensional as opposed to what Buffalo can do because th- those running backs suck. So, I mean, you, you could you could literally just say, hey, both both our middle linebackers just key the quarterback because the running backs don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and well, again – You got to remember Matt Breed is there. 
No, he's not. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. Oh, I, I Corey's only so told us. I think I've said it on times. every podcast. Yeah, I, I've just that was a sign uh, yeah. like 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 four months ago. I'm like, yeah. shit. Like, is he gonna make the team? I think but no. no. Your point, but they didn't draft a rack, so. like, The Buffalo running backs aren't scaring anybody. No. I mean, and then okay, let's let's just put it this way. Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes. Josh Allen was number one. Pat Mahomes is number four. They were separated by 25 points. Yep. So and p- take your pick. Who, yeah, who do you like better? And we talked <laughs> one long touchdown. <laughs> yeah, we right. we talked about too. Like the first six weeks, like Seth and Ch was like a top ten back, and then when they brought LaBelle in, was Pat Mahomes like I'm just gonna take over. Yeah, do do my thing. Hey Tom, can I get a beer? Um, so I mean, so that's why like what Pat Mahomes did at the end of last season too. It's kind of like shit. Like he wants to take the team over, and he's a way better line this year than last year. Uh, yeah, a massive upgrade in every spot of the line. Yep. Oh yeah. Which Again, their line is. I look is, at that and say he should be upright, and he should be throwing the ball more effectively. He should have more time. You can work the ball downfield to your burners. Yada yada yada. But the flip side of it is, if you have a better line, you can also run the ball better. And if you can run the ball more better, you're gonna do it. <laughs> Did you see uh, the video? Did you see the video the other day about um, uh, Orlando Brown pancaking Tyreek Hill? And I'll go, oh, what? What do you mean? There's like a fight? Like Orlando Brown's the new guy, and Tyreek Hill's obviously a head case. And so I watched the video. No, they just like did one of those like jump up in the air things, and he threw him over. In the background, you hear Joe Tooney go. Man, that ball, the ball was huge. <laughs> I'm like, Tooney and Orlando Brown are their upgrades. I'm like, what yeah. the hell just happened to the NFL? It, dude, it's just nuts. The cap is fake. Everything is fake. Everything you thought you knew, you don't know anything. But, yeah, I mean, they should be nasty. And, again, like Tom said, you can't go wrong. It's a 25-point difference. And, really, that could be any given Sunday, 25 points, just whatever. So. All right. Let's move on to wide receivers. WRs. All right. So, wide receiver 24, Jalen Waddle. Wow, <laughs> but but it's because okay, yeah, only one person has him ranked. So if we all ranked him, he'd be in like the 30s or 40s. Let me yeah. fix that. Well, it was just funny because yeah. it was literally as, I was like, as Dows was like, on? the so, cap is fake. I'm looking at our rankings, and I was like, I think our rankings are fake. What is happening? But yeah, we do an average between the four of us of where they fall, and Dows is the only one to rank Waddle. I, I think our true number 24 that we can say is Deontay Johnson. Um, I am hating Sorry, on Deontay Johnson. Quite you a are. Bit. Um, listen, he drops the ball a lot. I mean, but shit, what do I know? Wide receiver thirty three is probably separated ten points to wide receiver twenty. Right, I mean, right. it's 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 all very relative. I like Juju better on that team. They brought Juju back for a reason, in in my opinion. Uh, you don't. I mean, if you felt Deontay Johnson and, and Claypool were the guys, why would you bring Juju back? Like to run three wide receiver sets. Well, um, well, I mean, they have James Washington. They like James yeah, Washington. If you were just going to bring true. in some schlub, why pay Juju $8 million? Yeah, You right. know what I mean? Coincidentally, we can talk about both because Juju is right above Matt, ranked 23. And I do have Juju above Deontay Johnson as well. Juju, uh, you wouldn't believe this, and I've said this before, but it just bears repeating. He didn't drop the ball last year. Juju did not drop the ball. Like You would think of all those, all those players and all those drops – that you know Juju would have something, but no, it's Deontay Johnson, and that's why I have Deontay Johnson lower because Deontay had nine drops, which is was NFL record. That's or, a lot of drops or for last year, anyway. So he's just super athletic, super talented. If he gets those drops under control, that's why he's still going to be really high ranked. 
um, he, he explodes. I mean, the guy's awesome. He will get you a shit ton of points. And I think Juju's just the, the safer guy that's going to get you the consistent amount of points. Yeah. That's why I think they're right here, both at the back end of the wide receiver twos. Yeah, and I ranked him just back to back. I was like, that's I have a, him at 26, exactly 27. I, I mean, 19, 20. Yeah. And if, I, very, if we're going to go further, I would have like, I'd have Claypool at like 30 something, mid 30s. Like, there's only so many looks to go around in an offense. I don't care if you're number one or number two or three on, on, on a team like this where you're all getting involved. And who knows what Najee Harris is going to do. I mean, they should have him very, very involved, we think. But if he turns out that he's just kind of there to run the ball on the towns that they're not passing, and it's just going to be, you know, spread the ball around as best you can, all these guys could be packed together. You know, there's there's no separating them. It's going to be play the hot hand the same way they did last year. Chase Claypool takes one for 80 yards. Boom, that's that's huge points for one week. Right. And then he doesn't, get a, he doesn't even get a target the next week. Yeah. It's and not an offense I want any part of because it's it, so questionable. They, they are definitely very risky. Heaven forbid Ben Roethlisberger gets hurt. Oh, oh my God. They, or, if he goes down, that draft or he plays like he played. All, all like three wide receivers in Dynasty. I mean, all three wide receivers in Fantasy just shit the bed. Yeah, because Dwayne Hodges or, or Dwayne Haskins. No, it, it's just Rudolph and Mason Haskins. Rudolph, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't want Bombs. that to happen no. for my fantasy Knock team. Uh, wide receiver 22, Cortland Sutton. We're all pretty much in agreement uh, there. Yeah, you hope that he comes back off his injury and he's just ready to rock. I wish roll. it's higher. Like I, I could see a day. I think it was maybe last year. I was t- touting him as a wide receiver one, and it could happen again. I mean, he really can. But unfortunately, the Drew Locke situation and the Teddy Bridgewater situation has added such a wrinkle to it where you can't rank him as wide receiver one. It sounds like a lot of people hate Drew Locke over in Denver, and of course the knee. The knee was a, it was a really weird injury because it like didn't come out that he had torn ACL. It was like a week later after it happened. They're like, yeah, we're shutting him down for the year. And they have said that he is still rehabbing and he should be ready. But it's like there's so many iffy things around him. Like if that guy's healthy on the field, has a good quarterback thrown to him, the guy's a wide receiver one. If all of that doesn't come together, this guy could easily be a wide receiver four, which sucks. Well, yeah. And one of the craziest and most telling things about all this is that we all have Cortland Sutton in this same 22-ish range. And we don't have Jerry Judy anywhere. Right. We, we, we haven't talked about him. And he's this guy coming off a colossal knee injury. And we're still like, I think he's the guy. I think he's, <laughs> yeah. he's going to do it. <laughs> Number one, he's coming He's coming for it. But, and like you said, Drew Locke's getting a ton of hate. I'm worried about that. But I saw a stat. I think I sent it to you guys. Drew Locke last year threw for more touchdowns in a COVID season with no training camp, losing his wide receiver one than Teddy Bridgewater has ever thrown in his NFL career in one season. Yeah. Which is banana land. Yeah, that 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 was <laughs> a right, weird point. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say this: like, I think Cortland Sutton's talent and Jerry Judy's talent are would make them both wide receiver ones and wide receivers two, whatever order that you want. It's the quarterback that holds them back, in my yep. opinion, which it sucks. Yeah, you drop these guys on KC, boom, wide receiver yeah. ones. Let's <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, easily. Um, I mean, shit, Aaron Rodgers should just go to Denver. Then, then that would change a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, head, buddy. Um, Kenny Galladay. Uh, we are split all over the place. I must on apologize. Kenny Galladay. Yeah. So it was crazy. It was, that's my apologies. All right. So what would you? Do you Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is the reason why I I waited so long. To oh, I thought you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you were apologizing because your rank was wrong. My rank. You really have him. My rank is wrong, but my uh, the reason why I said I waited to then rank him oh, gotcha. was because of Daniel Jones. Okay. Like a lot of other people in that area, I was like, oh, yeah, I absolutely can put him here. I can put him here. And then I scrolled down the screen, and his, his little rank just disappeared. And then I went, oh, fuck. 
to go back up. So yes, he should be a lot higher. What, what, what do I even have him at? Like thirty three. You have him at thirty three. Right yeah, now. he should definitely be a lot higher than that. But Daniel Jones is the reason why he's even this low. Because think about it, Kenny Galladay last year before his big injury, he, we were talking about him as a wide receiver one, maybe wide receiver seven. I think was our our consensus on him, something like that last year. He was up there, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I, it's just it's just that's what makes a quarterback. So the, I mean, pairing of the, the quarterback to the wide receivers would, would changes and everything. Him very akin to Cortland Sutton, which is why I have them in right, right back to back. I'm worried about his hip, like the same way I'm worried about Sutton's knee. I'm worried about Galladay's hip, and yeah, and Daniel Jones obviously. I mean, I think he's he's got a lot to prove this year. But if he shows up healthy, he could easily outperform the 22 ranking I've got him at, at 20. What are we 21 as a, as a consensus? He could go higher than that, but I got to see it first. I'm I'm very cautious with how I'm going to rank him going into the draft. I know we don't like to do with predicting injuries but this is reacting to an existing injury that we're very well aware of you have to you have to evaluate a little bit of risk and again this is knee jerk so it is also just like we haven't dove in we haven't researched to find out that oh no he's running at full speed his knee injury is completely gone but. and we would assume that Galladay passed the physical right so, so to even train to yeah. change teams they, yeah. they wouldn't play him right. yeah, I mean, anyway, the guy spent a whole weekend there like yeah. you would think they would have inspected everything they can on him yeah because he was going to 48 Which hours the doctor's yeah. appointments yep <laughs> Uh, wide receiver 20, Cooper Cup. Um, we're pretty split on him as well. I think Scotty and, and Dow's highest, got him at 18, yeah. 19. Craig and I got him in the 20s. I got him at 26. Mine is, uh, is mainly Matt Stafford. It's just an upgrade. And, I mean, Cooper Cup was banged up last year, too. And that Rams offense is so inconsistent all season. I mean, this is the guy that finished, what, wide receiver four uh, two years ago? Right, and on a per game basis, three years ago was like the same thing. Um, I mean, he, he was technically a bust last season uh, where he finished, but I think yeah, this 30, year he thirty four. Yeah, so that was a huge bust. So I think this year with the addition of Stafford uh, helps him a lot. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think it's huge, and while I have him at twenty two. I think it's just that there's a lot of wide receivers. Again, we've talked about it and joked about it. There's just so many goddamn wide receivers. Yeah, it's, and, it's brutal to rank these guys out because, I, like I said in our in our group chat, I wanted to put 30 of them in my top 10. Yeah. You just yeah. can't. But I, Cooper Cup dropped some balls last year. I don't want that to be missed. He dropped multiple touchdown passes from Jared Goff. Like, it's standing in the end zone, just drops. And that's six points plus the yardage right off the board. So, yeah, that's not, that's not Goff's fault. That's Cooper Cup. But, you know, shit happens. Figure it out. Hopefully bounces back. Like Scott said, he was a, a wide receiver, what, four or five, two years ago, or 2019. Yeah, so. I mean, and he did it on the, the back of a lot of touchdowns. So if you can get back to that, I mean, you're, you're talking mm. about another wide receiver one. Yep. Uh, Tyler Lockett comes in at wide receiver 19. Uh, we're all pretty much there, except for who's the second call there. I think that's Craig. Craig's going to have four. I don't even have to look. I know Craig has him ranked the highest. Yeah, <laughs> I, I probably I just shouldn't don't even ask. Hate. I just, don't, I just don't get it. The guy finished it. DK Metcalf. Based off of, two, of, of three games. Come on now. Before that, he was consistent. I think the DK bad. Metcalf was unfortunately a big thorn in his side last year. But I have no no, no worry. I think that Tyler Lockett is going to finish himself as a wide receiver too. I just – I so my thing was, and it's the same thing I think that you did with Kenny Galladay, was I was just going through and I was like, oh, I kind of rather this guy than Tyler Lockett. Like I'd rather this guy than and Tyler I get Lockett. It. I mean, and this is, again, this is kind of where the knee-jerk stuff comes in is like we're looking at it and I go, would I really draft Tyler Lockett before I draft Chris Godwin? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And that's, that's kind of how we're doing these rankings and stuff, but – 
if there was a couple guys to move up, like Cooper Cup, I think Tyler Lockett absolutely have positions to move in my rankings for sure. Um, but for the most part, he's been a high-end wide receiver two, low-end wide receiver one, like week in and week out. I mean, that's just last three. Years that's just facts. That's right. That's right except for the three weeks he put up duds. Then those those weeks. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, those those think, weren't fun oh, yeah. weeks. That's the thing. That's the thing. I think it was such an odd year for him. Like there was there was duds and then the forty-point games, like you mentioned. Yep. And it, it, you you want to see more consistency and get it, and that's absolutely where I can see everyone's ranking falling on him. But like I said, I I personally have no worry on him just because I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the guy. Homer. <laughs> it's all right. CD Lamb, I'm a fan of, and I was probably a yeah. You have F14 last year. So. Well, I mean, I, I mean, he was outpacing Amari Cooper last year when Dak was healthy. So, I mean, that's, there's a, there's a world false. where this happens. Co- Cooper was one when Dak was healthy. Wide receiver one on the, on the entire NFL. I think I'm pretty sure that CD was outpacing him in targets. We can go back and look at it. it targets it, it, maybe, it, it but, is what but it is. Fantasy points. It was it was Cooper. By like, <laughs> I mean, there's plenty. Uh, sure. I mean that that is what it is. In yeah. that offense, um, it doesn't matter. The both of them are still going to. And I still targets. think I right, still right. think that Amari Cooper is going to be the better wide receiver coming out of Dallas. Uh, but CD Lamb comes in as our consensus 18. I, I still. I mean, I don't have CD ranked higher than Amari Cooper. I think that's just silly to say. I think that Amari Cooper does. Very, very different things than CD Lamb, but I love CD Lamb. Like I, I think he's he's easily one of the bright spots in the NFL for the the future for quite a while. I'm sweating sack over here, by the I, way. It, it, uh, I haven't been able to breathe through my But we're we're, we're all here. we're all actually. I guess I guess I'm I'm pretty far away. I get him at 14. Scotty's got 21. Yeah, I mean, Craig's at 18. That's a guy at 17. I, I would probably easily move up, to be honest. And Cooper CD was eighty four points to seventy eight points through the first six weeks, which I yeah, think so, is exactly so it's like right. nearly nearly right there. So both, yeah, yeah. Like t- top five, top Targets three. I mean, if they're going to too much math to do in my head. I mean, if Dak yeah, Prescott's I, I gonna, just looked at you and I was like, what? What did you just say to me? Dak Prescott threw two thousand yards in the first four <laughs> four games, which is why I got a so, pencil in for eight thousand yards this year. <laughs> if it only continues, <laughs> he he might do it. If he does. I will. I'll eat my shoe. Let's just say this. I think we can easily say that Michael Gallup has probably fallen off the fantasy radar. That is correct. Which sucks because he's he's fine. Well, I mean, he, he's he's going to be that guy that's going to have a huge game here and there, and like, oh shit, waiver pickup, fat pickup. Carl's next to get week, a first round nothing. For him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <exactly>. I mean, <laughs> to tell you, he already is trying to. There's oh, just so many good players on that offense. I mean the the whole even Zeke oh, thing. Like, well, Blake, it's just Blake Jarwin should come back too, and and Blake Jarwin's all right. right. He was a decent right. little. And, and Dalton too, Schultz so. showed that he's a proficient tight end too. So, uh, like yeah, yeah. so the, they're, both. they're both back there. It's freaking perfect. And they have uh, Cedric Wilson who was fine hanging out. Like he's ready to, to contribute when when he's I on mean, the field. You know, Marion Barber, Marion Barber, <laughs> twelve years ago. <laughs> trying to think of it, yeah. Demarco Murray. Uh, Darren McFadden. Yeah, I mean the, the concern though is right just that name all the shitty that running backs. That some measure of, of what are we doing? returning is going to hurt. <laughs> I don't know. We just went down a down. I don't know rock. where they went. I was about. I mean, to dude, I'm not. I'm not lying. Like I am. I am close to passing out. Like, it is hot in this corner. Have some water. Yeah. yeah thank you. Yeah. Right, have some, some right here. Have water. some water. Right, shut like, up and listen to my point. <laughs> yeah. Let's like, let's do, uh, let's let's uh, yeah, let's talk on. about uh, Mike Evans. Sorry, yeah, Mike Evans. Uh, so Mike Evans and we had a, a top fifteen bet, I believe, on Mike Evans, um, and we have him now ranked consensusly at wide receiver seventeen. 
I actually almost had him the highest. I almost had him at 13. And I was like, no, I can't do that. I was close, but principle. It, was, it was hard to, <laughs> even with me being the most in love with him, out of anyone was hard to put him uh, 13 or even top top 12. And he was, what, 11 last year? He was 11 last year, yeah. So, and consensusly, this puts him below Chris Godwin, and that's Craig's fault. Yeah, <laughs> damn right it is. Craig, Craig really f. <laughs> Again, this, again, this knee-jerk reaction. What sticks in my head is the games that he caught two balls for two touchdowns and two yeah, yards. I love it. And then, and then when like Godwin's on the field, he—I mean—that was the thing. And when Godwin was off the field, that's why Mike Evans did so well. And it was towards the end of the season, I believe it was like week twelve through fourteen, something like that. Godwin wasn't on the field, and so. Again, this is what sticks in my head with the guy. So when we do the research, I'm sure it'll skyrocket up, and we'll get him. But with Godwin, his horrible drops not stick with you. He he had a broken finger, man. He was just with Deanna Johnson with his freaking drops at the end of the year. I mean, you guys ranked him pretty close together. So oh yeah, I ranked him back. I I still love him. I I I think I think this is a pretty fair ranking. I mean, your ranking of 23, I'm sure is going to change. I mean, but 17, it kind of shows like 14. The guys ahead of him, like you can make an argument of why they are, and I'd be like, "Yeah, you're you're probably right." Yep. Well, and then you look at, I mean, and in, in the, we're kind of in that tier again, where it's kind of like pick your poison. I think. I mean, we got Robert Woods at at sixteen. Uh, we're all pretty much there. Right. So, real quick, Robert Woods feels like a Matt Stafford type of wide receiver. Yes. And that's yeah. why I have him above Cooper Cup. <laughs> something something's boiling in in the Robert Woods Matt Stafford area. This, this is year. the first time I've ever ranked him inside the top 20 even though he's been fine for years and years no, and years you I'm, and everyone else yeah. in the industry like like he's always a back end 20s guy yeah. but he finishes water tour 13 and right. I'm, and it's strictly because of Matt Stafford I was like I think this is I think this is a match made in heaven I think they're going to work out great let's see what we can He's do. a massive security blanket and he's just Always sweeps too He runs great routes he's yeah. versatile he's athletic he's great yards after the catch he like he is the perfect guy for Stafford to he, do a lot of stuff with. He also runs every route, too. Yeah. So, I mean, not only does he run good routes, he runs all of the routes. Yeah. D- deep, intermediate, short, screens. I'm very routes, excited like said, about like, uh, about I just that whole offense. And so does Cup. Like, let's not forget that. <laughs> he does the same. you got two very, very versatile guys. Cup, Cup does maybe the same with a thing, little bit but... less top-end speed, but yeah, but like, light. Yeah, that's why Cup's <laughs> like within the 15-yard line because yeah. he's setting mm-hmm. something else up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I selfishly wanted to just bury Robert Woods. I traded both Robert Woods and Calvin Ridley in our dynasty team, and both of them just like shot through shot the roof this yeah. offseason, <laughs> yeah. the yeah. following year. And it's like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go kill myself now. <laughs> I mean, at least I mean I didn't fuck didn't myself, but um, <laughs> He's still yeah, and me. and actually kill myself. <laughs> uh, but okay, so Chris Godwin comes in at wide receiver 15. Um. We, they're, they're, I mean, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, like back to back. I'm looking at our individual rankings. I mean, Dallas has Godwin at 15, then he's got Evans at 16. I have Evans at 15, Godwin at 18. Scotty's got Evans at 14, Evans at, er, it, Godwin at 15. But, yeah, Godwin, yeah. They're, but, they're all back to back in our back rankings back, pretty yeah. much. Except for Craig. Except, the, for except for Craig. But I think like a lot of these teams who have two viable wide receivers is kind of like what we're starting to I see. I mean, yeah, you've like, you seen Woods Cup. You've seen CD. We'll get to Cooper at some point. Yeah, like, Cooper's like, a little bit higher. But th- 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 like the target distribution and the pass distribution, especially in Tampa with uh, Antonio Brown, who has been in the offense for another year, 
uh, Gronk, who actually, I mean, he won a Super Bowl, so it looks like he's happy. He wants to play. And then you have a healthy O.J. Howard. And then, of course, Geo. It's like tar- some targets I mean, might come I, away. But did you mention Scotty Miller, too? Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller. I mean, I mean, as Tom Brady calls him, Scooter Miller. So, you know, he's got a nickname. Scooter. Hate it. Love it, but hate it. It's. I think hate we're starting to see it. though, like across the NFL, with these two these teams that have two elite wide receivers. A lot, a lot of times, maybe even as early as five or ten years ago, we said you can only have one top ten or top top tier wide receiver on an, on an offense. But with how much they're throwing the ball nowadays, you can have two guys and they will finish oh, close together. It's almost easily. commonplace. Yep. DK and Tyler Lockett, like everybody that we've talked about, like this is very easy to do nowadays and. It's a shifting landscape in the fantasy football community that needs to be seen and heard and addressed. Dallas. Wide receiver by you, committee now? Is that a you, term? <laughs> oh, my God. No. You just made the pitch that Aaron Rodgers has been making to the Green Bay organization for years. Like, you and Aaron Rodgers but are probably the same guy. Amari Rodgers in the third round. <laughs> yeah. Amari Rodgers is going to be Aaron Rodgers' best friend because I have close names. I had to do that. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so funny that you, you bring this up, right? And I mean, it's so true. I mean, a lot of teams – you see these teams with great quarterbacks have two really talented wide receivers. <laughs> it might not Aaron be Rogers as consistent, like, but they're going to end up at the end of the year probably yeah. you know, t- two top 20s. Unless you have one guy that goes through the roof. Like DK did go through the roof last year and Lockett still finished 11 or 8 or 11 or whatever he finished. You know what I mean? Like One of these guys can be ultra elite and you can be very, very good right behind him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think Titan Bay is going to be very, very close with those two. Oh, because yeah. I think you're going to see week in and week out Mike Evans might have again Craig zero point games and then the two touchdowns for it wasn't yards. even zero points it was just that he had two yards and two touchdowns that one That's game like I'm like I don't hate it but like I'm I'm, I'm scared I'm scared <laughs> <laughs> um, all right let's move on so Julio Jones comes in at fourteen and uh, I don't. Uh, He's really tough rank right now from a knee-jerk perspective because it's like, did he move down in your rankings? Like, yes. if if you so so yes. you do like, I probably would have had him right around here. No, yeah, I don't no. think I don't think I moved. I was gonna him. have him top top eight. We had yeah. that's I was gonna have him was last year, above Kevin Ridley. We had like wide receiver stayed. six, seven. Oh, so you would have had him before I, Ridley? I, that was a massive bold yes. prediction of mine. I was gonna okay. have him at six and have Ridley at seven. Yep. I just can't be your regardless of now. regardless of last no, year pissed. regardless of last year's you know time missed like Corey had alluded to earlier he doesn't really miss that much time and he always is you know he's had those seasons where he's had two touchdowns throughout the entire year but 1600 receiving yards like yeah, so the guy is always yeah. going to be there at the top now having AJ Brown on the other side is now we're going to dub the freaking Wide receiver by committee line. <laughs> like yep. that's now it's Once you again. move him down. Right. So in, in my ranking of him at around fourteen, I just don't think he lost I don't think he loses any more ground to Calvin Ridley or to AJ Brown than he did to Calvin Ridley. I think that I don't know. I just think they're very comparable receivers. They're probably gonna do the same thing. But going to Tennessee, he loses the number of times in the volume that you're going to see passes yeah, that's with fair. Derrick Henry being there. So I dropped him down you know, a bit because of that. 400 rush attempts a year compared yeah. to, what, like 250? Yeah, right. <laughs> Although, Arthur Smith, the offensive coordinator, just went over to Atlanta, and yep. now the Atlanta Falcons have a new offensive coordinator who I don't know who is. True. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's very hard, like Tom said, to rank him right now. I think there's a lot of moving pieces that we are probably still very unclear about. But what we do know is he's probably the wide receiver one in the offense, and he's going to split the time with A.J. Brown, both outside. And it should be a freaking dynamic and great fun to watch offense. Yeah. Good for Tannehill. I, 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 hope, I hope at least they just throw so the ball like for my boy 550 oh, times. Yeah. 
um, a game. I mean, <laughs> but they rush at 550 times. Can we really have 1,100 plays? Yeah, offense? I mean, yes, you yes. absolutely yep. can. That's actually right in the range yes. that we're expecting. Wait, wait, wait till we stat out because that, that's going to be a lot fun worse team. than last year. Yeah. Uh, Michael Thomas comes in at our consensus 13. Fall from grace. And that's. I, I, that is, I, I, I feel dirty having having him this And high. we're all very even with this, too. Like It's not like you yeah. had him, like someone had him in five, someone had him at 20. We're all yeah. 12, 13, 13, 14. I think we're picturing all of us with Taysom Hill being the quarterback day one. Because I think with Jameis Winston, yeah. I would put him higher. It's a lot of unknown right I don't now. even know if I would. It's hard to say. I mean, he, I don't know that, that he can run a three-yard slant you effectively would, with Jameis Winston. And he doesn't really go down the field and ball out for you know huge jump balls you so. would think that right and so um i mean we'll actually agree with your point but what i'm saying is my, michael thomas actually came out what three four days ago and said i'm not you know my slant route is going to be an issue with Jameis winston for whatever reason he felt the need to say that obviously michael thomas has been a head case in the last <laughs> two years Deal. um but yeah Taysom hill's not going to pass him as much and if it is Jameis winston you're right you know he's going to go more deep make some errors you know the it's just not really smooth sailing. There's just yet. so much uncertainty. There's a lot of what ifs, it's t- which is hard to rank him top 12. Right, and he, he could be saying, like, listen, Jameis Winston cannot throw a three-yard slant, and he's like, shit. But guess what? Taysom Hill, maybe he can throw it. He doesn't want to. He wants to tuck yeah. it down and run. He's like, why don't you take that uh, cornerback over there with you, and I'm going to run off the left side. Three rushing yards is more in fantasy than three <laughs> passing yards. Oh, I hate that is correct. Let's get to a guy right. that I actually like. Yeah, so wide receiver 12, and this is going to be the you know, beginning of our wide receiver ones. Terry McLaurin, massive upgrade. Swagic behind swag. center. Swag. And I think we all fall in love with uh, Terry McLaurin after that. Yeah. Terry, yeah. Terry Dickie, McSwagic. Dickie, you were right. Terry McSwagic. Oh, uh, let's, listen, anytime Swagic comes onto your team, you just luck into that. There, mm-hmm. There's no, you can't. The the Swagic goes with the Swagic well, wants to if go. The Swagic's not there. I don't know if I mean, he he's top twelve, but Swagic right. is there. Yes, I, I and that's yeah. gonna be a lot of the, fun. The thing is that he has to this point in his career appeared to be quarterback proof. I mean, he's had Dwayne right. Haskins, who's kind of sucks. Taylor he's Heineke, who's completely college teammate, yeah, and still didn't do shit. And Heineke was completely unproven. Uh, Alex Smith came Kyle in, he Allen. still put up his numbers. Kyle Allen still got his numbers. It's like whoever's there, I'm kind of comfortable playing Terry. Everybody else, I'm a little bit more worried about if Swagic's not playing. But I love his Swagic. <laughs> so Terry McLaurin, I mean, he finished as in a, in a PPR 29 is his rookie season and his sophomore season 20th. So I mean, this is a substantial increase we're yes. giving him. Mm-hmm. And and let's uh, just be let's be realistic here. Terry McLaurin was not supposed to be this good. No, but he is this good, and I love it. Well, yeah. it's the Swagic. Well, the Swagic and, and it's just McLaurin's Dickie. actual progression, like you said, twenty nine to twenty. Even with I think maybe Heineke, if he plays, say if it's Magic gets hurt or something like that. You know who had really shitty quarterbacks at the beginning of their careers too? Allen Robinson, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh yeah, that's true. I'm not gonna say that, but like you, you also look at Terry McLaurin, who he's had around him at the other wide receiver positions for his entire career, and it's really a whole list of nobodies: Paul Richardsons and and the Sims boys. The Sims and, and, yeah. It's just kind of like. You finally have Curtis Samuel, who is a viable alternative to take a little bit of coverage off you, and people can say, you know, oh, well, I have to split things. targets, but no, exactly, they do different things, which is fantastic for him. I think it's a plus. The and, running and game is very good. The defense is fantastic. Like this team is set up to do well, and it's going to be on the back of Swag to make sure that everything goes how it's supposed to. And if they pull him in week six, like the Dolphins did to him, or week four, or whatever the hell it was, to play Heineke, 
I don't know. I think that's stupid. But we'll see what Same. happens. It's a long way away, and anything can happen in the season. You know, Swag could come out and have a Jets-type season where he throws 19 interceptions in four weeks. So, RIP. He'll, he'll, he'll look great doing it. Oh, yeah. I'll, oh, call, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. call him Swagic. <laughs> you know. So, can we, can we like just ponder the idea of Mick Swag? Terry Mick Swag. Terry Mick Swagic. Terry Mick Swagic. Terry Mick Swagic. Copyright. Uh, yeah, boom. T-shirts coming. T-shirts coming. I will wear that T-shirt. Yeah, uh, I don't have the the digs. Can we get those in time for the draft? We're gonna wear them right in Diggy's face. <laughs> well, I mean, when I put them on a when I put them on a four Probably year not. two dollar deal, um, <laughs> shit. I maybe I'll make a custom one that says four four years two dollars on the back and swagic. <laughs> um, Allen Robinson comes in as wide receiver eleven. Um, we all know Allen Robinson's a freak talent. He Give him a good quarterback, and he should be a top five wide receiver. He gets an upgrade with Justin Fields, I believe. I would say it's not I would say an that. upgrade, but not as much to get him top five. Yeah. yeah I this, get him top ten. This year was... it'll be slow, but he'll be happy at this point. Right. He'll be happy. He's going to be peppered with targets, and that's the biggest, that's all you want in fantasy. Targets, 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 because that's going to end up being a lot of points. Yeah, and if happy, Fields happy. gets in trouble, he should be looking at Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there's nobody else. There's nobody else. Fields is oh, smarter, Daz Newsom, tougher. Mooney, I mean, I Darnell Mooney. Mooney looked good last year. Anthony yeah. Miller is still there, but I know Elon they want him out. Yeah, Anthony Darnell Mooney's like, totally. No, no, no. He's <laughs> he's supposed to be on the out. Like he's supposed to be traded or cut. I, I I'm surprised. He's, I'm, I'm surprised he's st- he's still there. Yeah, they were probably asking for a second, and then they just saw Julio go for a second. Like, like ah, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta accept our six. Might get like a six, six or a seven. <laughs> Um, the Pats will bring him in, and I'll absolutely just riot outside of Gillette by myself. We're just gonna have like five <laughs> wide receivers that all run a slant at the yeah. same time. It's like, oh god damn it, the New England slanties. <laughs> um, yeah, I I really like Allen Robinson this year. I don't I don't know how I feel on him. Maybe when we start diving into it, but this feels right. I think uh, in the lower end wide receiver one yeah. is, is is fair. Uh, Amari Cooper comes in at, at wide receiver 10. Um, and when we had that quick back and forth about uh, C.D. Lamb, uh, there there was no chance in hell C.D. was out-targeting Amari when, when Dak was there. Uh, Amari had like 30-something targets or something Jesus like that to, to Dak's uh, – to C.D.'s like 20. Um, so there was a big, uh, it, you know, disparity there. I've got Cooper at 12. Dows, you got him at 6. Craig's at 9 at 10. So – He's right in this range of a, of a back-end wide receiver one. But, again, in a prolific offense with a 17 weeks of Dak Prescott. Yeah, and, and I've got him so high at six because we already saw this offense function perfectly with him and CD on the field at the same time with Dak throwing to him. The other guys, we've got Calvin Ridley. He's about to lose Julio. We have no idea what that offense looks like. A.J. Brown, I don't want to spoil everything, but we got other guys that are higher that are in new-look offenses. I'm not sure how it's going to pan out. We've seen this offense. It's a known quantity. I want to buy Amari Cooper. I also want to buy a CD. Don't get me wrong, but – I'll buy Amari first and far earlier with much more draft capital um, at stake for Cooper. Yeah, anything that ever happened in Oakland is gone now. Yeah, in, in yeah. my mind. Me and Amari Scott were talking Cooper. about this when uh, we were at He's the bar there. Like, he was so inconsistent. Then, like, he Such goes to Dallas and, like, wow, guy. he actually not. Yeah, you can no longer use. He's exactly what people talked about. Like, they were saying coming out of the draft, he was, oh, the best wide receiver prospect we've ever done since Calvin Johnson, blah, blah, blah. And he's still only 26. And here he is now showing that. Realistically, if you're doing a dynasty startup, He's still a fantastic early round wide receiver because he's 26 <laughs> well, well, years old. Pe- pe- people see, you know, CD's a young guy and like, oh, Cooper's probably got a couple years left. No, he's got eight eight years left. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have him at 12, and after the, the conversation, I mean, he, I'm probably going to move him. I mean, it's, it's a lot of good it's points a, made the there. Thing with me and CD <clears throat> I, I got to move CD way more than that. 
Yeah, I mean, it, having this discussion, I probably rather well, have just, Amari than Allen Robinson. So it's tough, though. I mean, you, you keep going down. You're like, oh yeah, that guy. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, our knees are jerking. <laughs> uh, DK Metcalf uh, comes in at wide receiver nine. I'm pretty bullish on DK this year, so I I've got him ranked at six. Um, I just he, he's that the dude's an actual bull, so you should be bullish. Yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's, he cannot be stopped. He's he's crazy. He's a thick bitch. We, yeah, he makes AJ Brown look like a child. Yeah. AJ Brown's a massive person. Yeah, baby. He's a a thick bitch, baby. He's an actual tight end playing wide receiver. He's huge and um, irrationally fast. Like you can't catch him, and you catch him, you can't tackle him. For a guy that big, yeah, Yeah. in the uh, how fast he runs, the gifts that people have made of him (laughs) just are great. Um, He's he's a lot of fun to watch, hundred percent. And I, I mean, there's no reason to think that he won't continue to produce at a high level as long as Russell Wilson's there and Tyler Lockett, for that matter. Like, right, yeah. you've got a lot of stuff to worry about in Seattle offensively, so good luck covering all those guys. Right. Yeah, I was I was getting nervous though. They were talking about bringing Julio in for a little. Yeah, bit. I, was, I was like, I why? Was like, please why don't, do you please need to don't. do that? Yeah, yeah I didn't want that not anyway. that team. Anyone else? <laughs> not that team. That would have killed somebody. Um, but they probably wanted to keep Russell Wilson happy. Although Honestly, he still hasn't gotten traded, so that's good. You could have played DK Metcalf and Julio at safety on the back end, though. And that would be a great <laughs> defense too. <laughs> Um, Keenan Allen comes in at wide receiver eight. Uh, Dows, you got him at, at 12. So yep. this might be a little bit inflated. Craig's got him at six. He's probably going to fall right around this, this area. I just feel like with Herbert Allen's back to Keenan Allen with Phillip rivers was Phillip rivers. You know what I mean? Like he's target just back. Monster. Yeah. So, you know, I, I mean, there's there's no Hunter Henry there, so I'm sure that Mike Williams gets more involved in that offense. But there's no reason to believe that Keenan Allen's targets are going to get taken away. They, they're only going to increase. So if you look at what he did last year, uh, and I don't really know where he fell rankings-wise, but watching him and watching his week-to-week like stat lines, it's like, okay, this, this should probably happen every week. I think he missed two games at the end of the year, too. Yeah, yeah. so he did end up missing three. Three in total. Um, when you, he, he, I think it was wide receiver eighteen last year, which is you know obviously those three games really, um, and are are an issue. Um, but he on that like average basis, he's he's right up there in like the top fifteen, top ten, or something like that. But Keenan Allen will will get on the same page. What you were looking up something? Cool. Yeah, I just well, I put him at wide receiver one as my number twelve guy, and he came in a little bit higher with where with he, where you guys had him, and I just didn't want him outside of wide receiver one territory because I think he's earned it. But then you look back at his past production, and his PPR totals are 14, 6, 12, and 3 for his finishes over the last four years. So, yeah, somewhere in this 6 to 12 range is exactly where you should expect him. I just think as he continues to age, he's not old, he's 29, but as he continues to age, it's going to slow down a bit. They're going to use him a little bit less when you can throw to a Mike Williams. You can run. Hopefully, they can run the ball a little bit better, and his, his looks and his targets should all go down a bit. But I think his production stays up, and he's still a red zone target. He's still very involved. He's a focal point of the offense. Herbert's nasty. I love Herbert. There's just you know eleven guys had a jam in ahead of him. Nothing, right. nothing against yeah. Allen. Right. No, absolutely. And 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 I have him as high as because you know losing Hunter Henry. Yes. Of that is is why. I and took, they didn't really replace him year. with. Didn't replace. Yeah. Him. I mean, Jared Cook, Cook is not yeah. Hunter Henry. Right. He's a he's a red zone target who will drop the ball in the red zone. So I think you there's, still look at Keenan Allen as your primary. And Mike Williams re- is the yeah. number two. There's the two receiving options, and if really, if you if you want to say Austin Eckler's a receiving option, which he is, hundred percent, that that's what we're talking about here. 
is we're going to a running back for our, our receiving options. And it, it's it's just hysterical looking at our wide receiver rankings right now because the really from six to like you said fourteen fifteen. It, you, you could, could make an argument. Make an argument. Anyway, oh, yeah. We are sold on who our top five are. Yeah. Uh, we're getting there. So Justin Jefferson comes in at number seven. Um, Scotty Craig got him at seven. Dows and I got him at nine. Justin yeah. Jefferson's a freaking manager. I mean, yeah. and it, he, he just he, he it, broke he just every is. rookie yep. record. Yeah. Yep. I mean, was it 1,400 yards and 10 TDs, something like that? That's like he, he did exactly <laughs> what the guy ahead of him did when he was drafted. They were the most talented guy coming out of the or most polished receiver coming out of the uh, draft. Yet they ended up falling into a a not so um, you know beautiful spot landing spot, and then just said no fuck you. I still am who I am. Hold my beer. Like that's that's just Justin Jefferson from LSU is always going to be a wide receiver one. It's just gonna be that way. Yep. I mean I I've got him up there. I think he has another great year. No sophomore slump, none of that nonsense. The only thing that concerns me at all is that he had a couple of those really long touchdown catches that they're not necessarily something you can replicate on a week-to-week basis, except that he seems like he's going to do it. And Dalvin Cook's still there, so you've got to account for him. So there's no reason that Justin Jefferson shouldn't have the exact same season. Yeah, well, and and so I was just looking this up real quick. So Thielen had 14 touchdowns, and Justin Jefferson had seven. Yeah. Let's let's take three from Thielen, give it to Jefferson, yeah. and he's what yeah, and, and he's probably higher than where he was. At. Oh yeah, all in while Thielen was wide receiver ten in PPR leagues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The thing I is mean, that those, they just, they those still, touchdowns kind of helped out. They still run the yeah. play action, short yardage situations to fake the Dalvin Cook and then throw it to Adam Thielen. That's still in their playbook. That's not changing. He's going to get those touchdowns because he gets the looks on the goal line. It's just their offense. Good luck stopping it. Right. Yeah. Everybody and their brother knows it's coming. But if they do end up handing it off to Dalvin Cook, he's in the end zone too. So, R.I.P. I'm looking at Kirk Cousins' stats. He once almost threw for 5,000 yards. QB1, yes, baby. Crazy. Way better than you think. Yeah. Still, still, hard to, still hard to rank him high. He's a guy that, <laughs> it is. It's still hard to rank a guy that you almost never even have to draft in a, in a league and can, can pick him up um, yeah, to play. After, your, after your league draft is over and pick him up before the week one starts. Yeah, and he'll give you 20, 25 points, and you're like, "All right, cool. Give me, give me Ryan Tannehill and Kirk Cousins in two quarterback league. It feels, <laughs> feels gross, right? I don't it's like so it. Feels gross. dirty and doing something wrong, but it'll pan out. You probably win the league. It'll work. Uh, AJ Brown comes in at wide receiver uh, six for us, and it, when the news broke that Julio went there, I was like, "Oh, is he a wide receiver too now?" And then I'm like thinking about it. I was like, "Okay, well, wait a second. He 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 did really well last year with Jonu and AJ Brown." Corey Davis. Probably, Corey Davis. Uh, uh, yeah, with Corey Davis. He probably would have been worse if he didn't have another – I mean, who's running opposite side of him? Khalif Raymond? R- like, R- like, you want that other guy there to you know shed the defenses off and the safeties to help out A.J. Brown. Yeah, and A.J. Brown, AJ Brown just becomes Calvin Ridley. Yeah, without Perfect. Hulu there, it's Josh Reynolds, and you just double-team A.J. Brown and then focus on Derrick Henry. Well, Josh Reynolds is no slouch, but he's – now he's not irrelevant. He's not Julio, yeah. no. right? And even AJ Brown missed some time last year too. I'm looking at it. He only played 14 games, but if you look at his per game average, yeah. he was wide receiver. And after five. the end of the season, he had like seven surgeries to fix his ankles and his knees and his arms and his shoulders, <laughs> and he played through all of it and was a monster. Like he had a million surgeries. <laughs> he had. The I, same, didn't, I didn't he, think you were going to stop. He, he has a, his toes, his fingers, he had his the nose. Same, he had the same shoulder injury that uh, took Tyrell Williams out in like week one. Like yeah. that, he didn't. He was like, no, nope, I'm upsetting the season. Now he played the whole year. I think he tore, he tore two meniscuses in his in both knees, 
or one meniscus in each knee. Oh, really? Yeah, he played well, through it. He's like during the playoffs, he was he had a torn yeah. meniscus, and he, he he still played. I think I remember hearing that. Um, yeah, I I think this is a massive big year for for AJ Brown. Um, and if he gets John News touchdowns, yeah, how he, you doing? He had surgery on both knees as soon as the season ended. Monster, love it. Played through it, tough guy. That's what I want. All right, played no any day. No question across the board here. Calvin Ridley, wide receiver five. Yep, Fizif. Yeah. This mo- is a this mo- is mo- moving on. <laughs> well, it, so just real quick, where do you think he he would have been if Julio was here? Because you said that you'd have Julio higher than Calvin Ridley, which means yes, Ridley had to have been outside of wide receiver one for you. No, no, I, I or like wide receiver. I was gonna have Julio at six and Ridley at seven or eight. Okay, so you're gonna have him back to back, pretty high. I, would, I so have I, Ridley higher no matter what. Did you? Yeah. I did. Too. Yeah, I feel like everyone else would have, but I was just my. I was that range where he would be that back end wide receiver one ten. Yeah, I'm not sure I would have had him five, but I would have had him higher than Julio. I would say maybe like yeah, eight, nine, ten. 11, yeah, 12. I, w- I would have had him around 14, there, 15, 16. and I would have had him higher than than Julio, <laughs> especially because they drafted. <laughs> now it's easy. Like, yeah, now it's easy. Now he's <laughs> right. wide receiver five. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, wide receiver four, and Craig, you got him in wide receiver two. Super while, excited. While Scott. Year. Dows and myself all have him at four. Super excited for the additions that yeah, they there's made bugs in here. with AJ with bringing in AJ Green. Like I think, like I said, is a little up, upgrade than Larry Fitzgerald, and then Rondell Moore is obviously another upgrade than Christian Kirk. Like, super excited to see what they can come in together in year two with Kyler Murray, a, a full healthy Kyler Murray. If he if he doesn't you know have that shoulder injury, DeAndre Hopkins is very happy he's there always shoving it in the face of Houston Texans players like I got out and I just think that this is Hopkins was a wide receiver one two between him and you know AB for for years and you know once he went over to Arizona it was that iffy thing last year but it's just it works it's gonna work I think that if the offense rolls how they Cliff Kingsbury wants it to roll I think DeAndre Hopkins ends up being one or two again yeah, I, I love Hopkins. It's just more of a question of can the offense figure out what they want to do because I'm sorry running four wide receiver sets constantly and having your first read be friggin' uh, Rondell Moore or A.J. Green is the stupidest thing that an NFL head coach should do. Like, DeAndre Hopkins is your wide receiver one. He's that for a reason. Like, you, Kyler Murray should not be dropping back looking for Christian Kirk. He should be dropping back looking for DeAndre Hopkins going, up. Oh, shit, he's covered. Is Christian Kirk covered? Oh, no, he's not. And then throw the ball. Instead of, oh, Kirk's covered. Let me go find DeAndre. Well, you know what I mean? Like I know what you're talking just, about. The read key is that that where that safety goes is where DeAndre Hopkins is going to be. It's, yeah, it's I not, just, you're not reading that first wide receiver going, I'm going to pass to the first wide receiver. You're reading the first wide receiver to see how the defense is set up so that you can pass DeAndre Hopkins. I and think if, that's if, just if a shitty know NFL game there. plan, and I think that that should put Kingsbury down like a dog. <laughs> he should be out of the NFL. Well, it I'm, worked, man. I'm, it worked last year. Eight and eight. Well, I'm saying like <laughs> for, for fantasy. For fantasy, fantasy. But I also oh, want, sure, sure, it did. I want to say about I'm waiting um, for it to fail. With Hopkins, too, though, the reason I had to keep him at four and I couldn't get him into this top three is because of the tiers that we always talk about. And Devontae Adams had 300 points last year. Savant Diggs had 265, and Tyreek had 285. DeAndre Hopkins had 230. I don't know that any of the additions they made net him an additional 30 points, but I can easily see Tyreek, Diggs, and Adams like continuing to be that nasty. Right. I, and I was just going to say, there, there's, a, there's a tier break here for me. You know, like tier two is really DeAndre Hopkins and, and Calvin Ridley uh, in my mind. And then, you know, tier one is Hill, Diggs, and, and Adams. That's really not a surprise for, I think, many people. But I want 
so bad of my core to see DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, he's, he was one of my favorite wide receivers when Andre oh, yeah. Johnson was on the team. When oh, Andre yeah. Johnson was like, I'm not the best wide receiver on the team. They're like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, you go see this guy, New Hopkins. And he was a rookie then. Yeah. And I remember just being like, oh, I can't wait to see this guy succeed. And then we had to see Ryan Mallett and friggin' Brian Hoyer and, I don't know, name some other shitty quarterbacks. Um, David Blau. I mean, who the hell knows? (laughs) And I just – I so badly want to see Hawkins there. I just don't know that I can put him over Tyreek, Stephon, or or Deontay – Stephon's I'm having a stroke. But, I mean, like, I'm, I'm completely on board with you, though. It's I've been a here. huge proponent of DeAndre Hopkins having the best hands in the league for years. He's been yeah. quarterback-proof for years. He finally has a quarterback. I just – the offense itself scares me. They have so many options there that I don't know how he, he ekes out 35, 40, more, more than that, 70 more points if, if Devontae Adams goes and puts up 300 again. Yeah, but he's talented enough to do it, and I oh, think yeah, that's kind of yeah. where Craig was was going with. And that. he's so, been at two sixty, two seventy before in offense, so he's been he's been in that echelon of receiver. It's just the offense is different. Yeah, and to I mean, when we talk about the quarterbacks, somebody brought it up. I mean, Kyler had a bum shoulder for the back half of the season, so if he doesn't, I mean, right. that that's yep. probably your thirty points right there. One hundred percent. I mean, uh, thirty points is really three touchdowns and some yards. Yeah. You know, two two Math. catches, two yards, and two touchdowns. The Mike <laughs> Evans special. <laughs> two, uh, two for two for two for two. Uh, Tyree Kill comes in as our wide receiver three. Boo. Uh, yeah, I mean, Scotty's got him at two. <laughs> I, I hate the rest of them have it at, at three. I mean, he's going to rank the guy, pick, but I hate him. Pick, yeah. pick the guy that you want. Tyree Kill or Devontae Adams is, is my personal opinion. I, I, I just I want to see how Kansas City's offense runs. I, I think it's going to look very similar. It is. I, I just I have with no a way better line. Kelsey, three, Kelsey, Kelsey. See you later, Tyreek. Eighty yards. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> with more fantasy points but, than yeah. what Kelsey just got on yep. that track. But uh, <laughs> last year we saw Hill become a more a target monster than he was before. He's not that just downfield bomb touchdown guy. He was a very consistent target based player every week. And he still runs those sweep routes and those screens. Oh, yeah. And yeah. So so he, he, he's on the field. He's, he's a run the field every play, every position. And he still takes back punts, like, yeah. which is well, which is dumb. Yeah, it, it's it, so it, dumb. It but if he mind. runs one back, which he has a really good ability to do, thing yeah. is, is six he, more pockets in your, or points in your pocket. I don't think anyone can argue at this point. He, the ball in his hand, he's the best NFL player in the league. I agree. So I completely agree with that. Th- it's just, it's just when when you're that good, when you're the best player on the field, you'll find a way. Yeah, I mean, he was separated with Devontae Adams by, what, 15 points. Also, uh, there's one more week in the NFL schedule for him to catch that 80-yard touchdown. So. Boom, Or to hopefully tear his ACL. <laughs> I hate him as a person. Oh, well, I mean, I will as, never a, as a person, he's, he's kind of He's dick, not a good guy. No. Boo, but Harry. we're talking fantasy points. That being so. said, if you're listening. Yeah, I'm not paying <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. Uh, Stephon Diggs coming as our wide receiver, too. Um, Scotty and I have him as wide receiver one. Yes. Craig's got him at four. Dallas has him at two. A little split apart. I just, I think Stephon Diggs has found a team that knows how to use Stephon Diggs. Yep. Uh, I don't think Minnesota was that. I think Stephon Diggs has always been a talented wide receiver. They just never knew how to use him. Yeah, I, I love Diggs. I'm just worried about the introduction of Emmanuel Sanders more than anything else. Devontae Adams doesn't I'm have that introduction. I'm not worried about that. Anybody. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not so, either, to be honest. I just my well, I mean, only reason he's I'm not here. I'm worried about it. I'm still been ranked number two. I just to get him to it's just, why oh, you have oh, him. Oh, right. Oh, sure. Right. Right. If I sure. switch if I switch Hopkins and Diggs in my rankings, he is number one. So that's where we are as him as number two. So 
What? Look at the math. Yeah, explain that to me. One, 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 slow one, it down. one. Explain to me like I'm fat. Okay, explain to me like I'm three. <laughs> no, I mean. Well, let's go no, ahead no, no. and again, show you. Again, listen. I mean, we're, <laughs> these, these guys are all close. We're 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 oh, splitting. Four. We're splitting. Well, look at the, that. The yeah. thing with Diggs last year is he didn't have the touchdowns. He led the entire NFL in targets, the entire NFL in receptions, the entire NFL in yards, but didn't come close to what Devontae Adams had in touchdowns. Yeah, which is huge. But I mean. You add two or three or four more touchdowns on his total, and he still leads the entire league in all receiving categories. He's easily won. The huge question for me is how does he do that, right? Because right. Devontae right. Adams adds those right. touchdowns from goal line looks. Right. Josh Allen steals those goal line looks that right. Aaron Rodgers will not ever touch. Well, yeah. probably. I just won't think touch. that's the, fair. The, there's times the league has seen it, and that's why, like, I, I know he's as talented as he is. He, he absolutely can be one. I wouldn't be surprised. I've been a Stephen Diggs. Stefan Diggs lover for a long time. There's just times that leagues have seen it and know how to now play that. And so there's a chance that his 200 and, or whatever, 300 fantasy points goes to the 265. That can happen. Yeah. And I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, you got uh, Gabriel Davis, you've got Cole Beasley, the addition of, of um, Sanders, Sanders. And I mean, Matt Breida, I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe he's somebody who, who takes <laughs> some, some good. catches out of the target or out of the backfield. So here, here's uh, when they question. signed Frank Gore too. No, no they didn't. No, I'm just kidding. They might. Oh. Damn it. No, I, I, if, well, I mean, I'm saying when I they, really oh, hope when, they do. When they do. When they, yeah. do. when they do. But here's a question for you: When do you start looking at either Adams or Diggs or whoever you have ranked at number one? Who? When are you looking at that in drafts and redrafts? Probably pick six, seven, four, two, uh, one, three. Yeah. I gotta go into the running backs first. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not really ready to do back, But I'm thinking. But it's a it's a valid point. I think five is probably a good spot to think about it. Yeah, but would you would you pass on the Jonathan Taylor for a Stephon Diggs like that's I would kind not of just the, because the receiver, the position is so deep. That's yeah. the only reason. Like I why. think I think for us yeah. as fantasy players, we all we're all going running back. I don't care if I'm pick twelve. I'm probably taking well, running I mean, back. There's... But somebody in your league is going to take Adams and Diggs. When do you think? I mean, oh, six. Somebody six, six, seven, eight. Six to ten. I yeah. I think all three of those guys might go. Yeah, I mean, when we when we talk running backs, we'll we'll probably do running back, knee jerks, tight end, knee jerk in the next podcast. And then maybe we'll do like a consensus like top. I don't know, 50 or something like that. Um, maybe we'll make it a power hour. Oh, I was going to say, make it 60. <laughs> it's going to be a top 60, something like that. That's when we start playing into, like, who should you take, right? So, I mean, there's no secret at this point. Rank one is De- Devontae Adams. We've said this over and over. Adams, Diggs, Hill. Take your pick. That's your that's your mm-hmm. tier one, in my opinion. I, I've happens. got Adams at two for you know I'm gonna reasons that, that I like Diggs better, but he's gonna have a ton of touchdowns again, right? So yep. maybe we make that a podcast, um, yeah. a Power Hour podcast for a top sixty. I I feel like my English got so worse <laughs> well, through it, this. I am it's the I'm like sweat pouring beating. into our eyes and our yeah. faces. Dow's naked, yeah. by the way. I'm straight up naked. Um, I get hair product pouring down my. I will now my have to wear a fifth shirt for bed. <laughs> Craig's gonna change well, his shirt again. That's the thing. It's like, do you just not wear a shirt to bed? It's like, but you don't want to destroy the sheets with all the sweat. Like, right. it's like, well, what do you change do? The and I'm, yeah, and I'm also not washing my sheets seven times a week. So. Right, right. <laughs> I wear a night uh, shirt. It's like a gown. It, it's 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 probably 85 it's degrees outside. <laughs> It's going to feel like it's 70 degrees oh. when we walk out this door. Oh, yeah. Because that's exactly what I'm doing. All right. So 
There are your top 24 wide receivers, your top 12 quarterbacks. Podcast 140, correct? Yes, so sir. podcast yes, 141 correct. is going to be top 24 running backs. Mm, probably yep. top 12 tight ends. Yeah, is a good shot. Could we do like Five. top 36 running backs and like top three tight ends? Because that's yes. probably well, all we need to with, talk with about. With Julio gone, do top five for Cal. Go for Cal. So we'll come up with something. Um, then when, do got, you, when do you think we're going to do that one? Well, we got division previews coming up. Division we also have yeah, so our, our dra- power hour. Power but there's hour. also the draft weekend. Draft weekend. The draft um, weekend special. It's oh, shit. Give me yes. a pan to get it up there, but it was awesome last year. I, it was. Sure yeah. we'll if you that. look under this table and see the zip tie job I did, it's going to suck getting these wires. Maybe Call not as much nose up. candy as last year, but. <laughs> it's hearing mango in the back. Uh, shout out to Rise, Massachusetts. <laughs> We can um, figure out the wires, though. We'll make it happen. Oh, yeah. So draft weekend's in two weekends. So yes, that yes, means yes. that podcast is coming up soon. So yeah. we probably have one more. We'll probably do the, the knee-jerk, running back, tight ends. Yep. Then we'll do the dynasty. And then we'll probably start getting into division, division previews. previews. Yeah, I we mean, could also combine our power hour with... Um, I mean, that oh, that would with be the fantastic. Oh, just I have like everybody. In Hope the I can room. go Friday night. We have groups of four. Everyone no, gets a mic. I would probably punch Carves in the face. Oh, yeah. Devontae Adams? I'll, I'll, I'll give you five fours for him. <laughs> five fours. Uh, and, those, and those are high fours. Are They're high fours. It's probably 401. A lot of value. One. A lot of value. Future yeah. fours. Oh, God. All right. No, no one cares about our. Our league, <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, hey, it's a it's a very unique league. Um, and if we start front loading, back loading contracts, baby, how oh. you doing? Um, that probably won't happen. Yeah, there's a lot of math. Um, all right, so this is podcast 140, Top Shelf Fantasy, topshelffantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf FNTSY. Stay fluid, stay loose. Top Shelf Fantasy. Stay fluid. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warren G was on the streets trying to consume some skirts for the Eve so I could get some phones. Rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Just hit the east side of the LBC on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak. All of you search know what's up with 213. So I hooked a left on 21 and Lewis. Some brothers shooting dice, so I said, let's do this. I jumped out the ride and said, what's up? Some brothers pulled some gas, so I said, I'm since these girls peeping me, I'm gonna glide and swerve. These hookers looking so hard, they straight hit the curve. Want to bigger, better things than some horny tricks. I see my homie and some suckers all in his mix. I'm getting jacked, I'm breaking myself. I can't believe they taking Warren's wealth. They took my rings, they took my Rolex. I looked at the brother, said, damn, what's next? They got my homie hemmed up and they all around. Can't none of them see him if they going straight down for pound. They want to come up real quick before they start to clown. I best pull out my strap and lay them busters down. They got guns to my head, I think I'm going down. I can't believe it's happening in my own town. If I had wings, I would fly. Let me contemplate. I glance in the cut and I see my homie Nate. 16 in the clip and one in the hole. Nate Dog is about to make some bodies turn cold. Now they dropping and yelling, it's a tad bit late. Nate Dog and Warren G had to regulate. Let my-
mic at explode. Now I'm switching my mind back into freak mode. If you won't skirt, sit back and observe. I just left a gang of those over there on the curb. Now they got the freaks, and that's a known fact. Before I got jacked, I was on the same track. Back up, back up, cause it's on N-A-T-E-N-E, the woman to the G. Just like I thought they were in the same spot, in need of some desperate head. A Nate Dogg and the G child were in need of something else. One of them dames was sexy as hell. I said, ooh, I like your size. She said my chords broke down and just sing real nice. Would you let me ride? I got a car full of girls and it's going real swell. Three will regulate. 